if you're listening to this right now, it's because you're a fan of best hour of their day and probably me, but not so much Fern. That tends to be the norm. But if you are listening, we just want to ask you for one favor. Please support us on Patreon. Patreon is where we put some bonus episodes up. It's really the only thing we ask for. We've been doing this podcast for two years now, and we do it because we have a love for fitness. We have a love for helping others, a passion for developing other people and helping them become the best possible coach that they can be. And and we do it because we love it. We don't ask for anything, but we are asking that you support us on Patreon. It's $6 for the price of your fancy frappuccino with hazelnut syrup or whatever it is you get over at Starbucks. You can support the show. And as we get more and more supporters on Patreon, by the way, it's patreon.com forward slash best hour of their day. We're going to be adding even more. Right now, it's a free bonus episode where we answer all of your questions, but we plan on putting so much more out there, exclusive and early content, access to things that you know everybody else doesn't get. So once again, we don't ask for much. So if you love the show, if we're helping you, chances are if you listen to this show and you're a coach or a box owner, we've helped you make way more than $6. And not only that, we've helped just make your life better, whether we entertain you or whether you've implemented many of the awesome things we talk about here on the show, check it out. If you don't, you know what? You can keep listening to the show. You can keep tuning in on a regular basis. Yeah, we put three episodes out every week. You don't have to support us on Patreon. We still want you to listen, but if you can, we appreciate it. We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Fern, what is your your highest placing ever in the Open? In the Open? Correct. Not at the games. I have... I have no idea. Honestly, not the slightest clue in the open. Well, when you went to regionals, was it through the open or was it through the old school sectionals? Um, oh man, I don't remember. Cause there was like a last time I went to regionals, 2012. So almost a decade ago, just to date myself. The Wow. That's hard to believe. I mean, not quite a decade, but wow. I, nine years not it's just been, how, it's been nine years since i've been competitive in the sport of crossfit so yeah it's not just crazy how it's the open's been going on for that long it's crazy how past your prime you are I and mean, i'm still in it bro i still do well in the master's division you're not a master yet though of course you do well well i guess I'm technically, a master. master's 35 bro i know i was gonna say i just i just moved to a new division actually yeah you're gonna be in the 40 to 44 do you feel 
Be like honest. I'm ready to dominate. Do you have? Do you feel like there's a chance? Let's call it top 200. I don't even know. I have not read the rule book this year. As far zero as that. chance. Zero chance. You don't think you make 200? No. There's you some knew. fit. There's I mean, some fit cats in the 40 to 44, dude. Oh yeah, I mean those <laughs> are the. People don't get me wrong. We... Like I'm, I'm as fit as I need to be. I'm not upset about my fitness, but I'm. I don't like. There's dudes who are just, just straight up training for this all day, every day, and I'm it, not. It. I'm not gonna lie, and I'm gonna come off as a dick, but it does surprise me the time people put in to train for the masters. Yeah, I mean, I get it. A lot. I, most of them, I think, are are like. You know, when I really canvassed that population, most of them that at least that I've seen are like successful business owners who got nothing else to do. Like they're just, they're the boss. They train because they like it. And that's it. And, and I guess with that being said, it surprises me the amount of time some people train for, for CrossFit in general. In other words, there's a select few people, the, the people that make the games, the people that have a chance maybe at winning some money at sanctions. I guess my question is, where do you draw the line? Is it where you can't, you're not going to be in the running for money? Is it a step below that? And you're able to get some sponsorships through social media and influencer stuff, or is it just when you want to be your best at, like, I don't, you know, that'd be like the third. I don't really know. I think, um, but uh, my point is where do you separate that from, Hey, this is a really efficient and smart way to get healthy. This is this is gonna maybe sound like a weird one, but I think it, I think it might be, it might have something to do with how long people have been doing CrossFit. That's that's a really good point, right? Because I think <clears throat> the longer you do it, the more you realize, a right. I don't need more, and you kind of have this. You and I, I mean, look look at you. You took. You didn't take time off, but you didn't go balls to the wall in quite some time, and you threw yeah. down a two thirty four friend. The point is, I think, and you've been training like I have our whole lives. You have that training to lean on. Well, there's also this. Cassie and I were kind of chatting about this the other day because I got some pretty young pipe hitters in here at, at the at the box, and like fit young young lads, if you will, and I can still beat them at stuff. Yeah. And it's, but I would also argue, so this is where there's a little bit of struggle, struggle, not because there's confusion, because it's hard to communicate what I'm about to say. So by the definition of fitness, if I could beat this person at these, these number of things then I'm fitter than them. However, I don't think it's a stretch to say that if you've been doing CrossFit for 12 years and you've been trying to do it at like at a, when I say high level, I don't mean like, in comp- like competing at a high level, but like to be proficient at a high level that you're a specialist in CrossFit. So it's not weird that I could beat somebody who's significantly younger than me, maybe to the tune of two decades, but, but just because I'm, I'm a specialist, I know where to go fast. I know when to go fast. I have more skills. I I'm, I'm more efficient. So yes, by that definition, I'm fitter, but to some degree, like there's anecdotal evidence that suggests that I'm not fitter. You know, like I'm not going to beat them in a mile run. I'm not going to back squat more than that, than these, some of these cats. But that when it comes up, to CrossFit, yes, you know. No, that's an interesting point. You take any <clears throat> any portion of any given workout, and you're like, they should and could beat me there. 
Right. But then it's like, you know, even you take the friend, like, not the friend, I hate people say that. What do you the take friend, the, yeah, the yeah. friend? Or, or the Murph. Murph. Yeah. That's the one that yeah. is. But even, you know, Murph's a great example. One mile run at any point, they're faster. One round of 5, 10, 15, they're faster. But, but even then, so experience, this is a weird one, right? This is why I sometimes struggle with this. This is kind of a weird one because. I think last year, and I am not at all at the pe- like uh, like this past one in May, I did a thirty-eight minute Murph. That's pretty legit with a vest. It ain't, yeah, it ain't slow. Is my point, but I know I'm just like on my worst day, I can hold a, t- a twenty-minute Imam of Cindy with a vest on, and then at that point, I just got to run two nine-minute miles, which isn't super fast, but I can make it happen. You know so what really we're you're saying? just like ah. Uh, you know? you know what we're saying is we fail at the margins of our experiences. That's really what we're taking a right. long time to say. And, you know, and, and you just you you learn. I spoke to Chris Hinshaw, you know, humble brag yesterday, and he'll be a part of affiliate you and, and some of the bonus stuff that we put in there. But you know, we're talking about just the gears that Matt Frazier has and the gears that your everyday right. crossfitter should have, and. And, and part of that is, is just knowing when to push, knowing when not to push. Um, That's that experience. It's just like, I know I'm, I'm just going to let you burn the first two rounds and then I'm just going to speed up. Yeah, like I did just, that in a workout. I did that in a workout last week. It was, uh, it was 21, 15, nine, nine, 15, 21 of deadlifts and burpees. So it's a 90 of each and people just went out hot. I did yeah, them all you, unbroken. You can go unbroken on the 21s and then break up the nines, right? Because you blew yourself But I did it on all, but I was just like, I'm going to move at a very specific pace. And then when I get to the back half, then I'm going to speed up because I know I can. And, but again, that's because the margin that I have is so large at this point. Like I've got so many data points and I know where I can go fast and where I can't and what loads are inappropriate and like how I got to break those up that now it's just experience that leads you to move faster, not necessarily fitness. Like your, your experience leads to fitness, but because you're smarter now, not just because you're actually biologically fitter. But the point is, you know, force distance time, right? You are fitter. So there's certainly an intellectual, emotional, and, you know, educational component to fitness. Right. So, you know, and then, Going back to what I asked about kind of where's that threshold of how much do you actually need? I mean, today, for example, in the garage, I did four sets of five hang squat clean thrusters. So squat clean into a thruster, built up a little bit, and then a a workout. Uh, Every two minutes with a minute rest, eight thrusters at 115, eight toes to bar max calorie row, rest a minute. So your score was total calories. Even for me, did I need both? Right? Could I have just done a four by five? Maybe you could argue that's not quite it. I mean, I think that's where it becomes like, what's enough? Like, right. is three by five enough? Do I need a five by five? Did I need to do that leading into it? And then finding that balance for me, it was okay. Adding that small strength component in the beginning, A, warms me up because I started light. I went 95, 115, 135, 145, serving as a warm up getting your movement practice in and it adds like 12 minutes. So, right. but did I do more than that? No, that was enough. So those people that want to do more, they would think, okay, now I need to do more. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm going to go for a walk later or, you know, do something else to move. It's just a matter of how much 
long, long way to get to the question of the day, which is what's the best way to run the open in 2021? I'm going to go back to the way we did it before kind of the world fell apart in the CrossFit space, you know, before we kind of blew up the games before COVID and all that stuff, which is like, we're going to get everybody together. We're going to do Friday night lights. We're going to promote it. We're going to have a good time. I'm doing all the workouts once and that's it, man. It's just, you know, it's just working out. So let me, I don't know how familiar you are with it. I'm not super familiar with you. From what I understand, it's three, this it's three Fridays or three workouts. It's three weeks. Yeah. So it starts on the, the first workout is the 11th, I believe, which is a Thursday. And then it's finished just three weeks from then. So that is the open. And then there's two weeks. I believe it's directly after that, where you qualify for the following two weeks. And you say 11th of March. Correct. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, 11th of March. The 11th is a Thursday in both February and March this year. So Three weeks versus the standard. Well, originally it was six. I think it's dropped to five. You say one and done. Three three weeks in. Fern is sitting in 201st place. Still one and done, bro. No way. You definitely go again. That competitive part of my life is gone, my friend. I would be upset with you because it's good for it's business. Fine. It's good you're for upset. business. You're upset, you for, you're upset with me either way. There's, that's, uh, there's no scenario in which you're not upset with me. In this, in this, <laughs> you really in this wouldn't do a workout a second time? For what? I'm going to advance to the next level of pain at which I'm going to immediately get cut? After making that threshold, you would get cut. I mean, you would have two more weeks of – or three more pain. weeks of – yeah, which I'm right. I mean, I can still do the workouts. Like maybe I would, maybe I won't. It depends on what the workout is. I, and, and historically I have, I don't think I've ever done better the second time. I, I would say I've always done better the second time. It's not been better enough to have warranted <laughs> that second time, like one rep, two reps, especially since, I wasn't even close to whatever the next, you know, be at the masters or typically it was just ego and trying to beat your buddies at the box right. before, before the masters. So, all right, let's talk some best practices. Let's talk some mistakes. There's three weeks from what I understand. There's no at home version. It's just one version of the open. Is that correct? No, I don't think that's correct at all. Oh, well then fill me in. I've, you know, you're the box owner these days. Actually stand by. Where's, yeah, where's young, where's young Jess? <laughs> we were joking about this earlier. So my wife's, my wife is her super skills finding information. That is literally what the, the government pays her to do is find things. The, um, but I was joking last night when we went to dinner and I was like, I was like, Oh, I was like, you could be our Jamie Vernon. I was like, you are great at finding things on the internet. We always have questions. Um, and you like to prove me wrong. Like everybody wins here. The winners, I mean, the, the listeners get to more information. You get to prove me wrong, you know, the, you know, in front of everybody. I was like, this is great. Um, but the, uh, so there's, there's, so there's, a, there's a standard versions of the open. So we have the RX version, we have the skilled version, we have the master's teams, all the, all the subdivisions, but then there is a limited equipment option to my knowledge and then i believe i'm looking for the email like literally just got it while you're looking for that let me explain oh, to the listeners who don't understand who and young then jamie there's... is wait, 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 one second. <laughs> right yeah go ahead young jamie is basically joe rogan's producer but 
if you watch his show or listen to his show throughout the interviews that he conducts, he's always doing some in- internet research and finding things. And when Jess is put in her 20 years or maybe prior to her 20 years, we can She'll be we, young Jess, young Jess, be young Jess. Yeah. actually by then maybe we'll be young Logan. You know, no, we definitely don't want my my ADD autistic daughter <laughs> did, doing our internet searches. Did you yeah. share? Did you share the picture yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Okay, you gotta share the. Uh, all right, so yeah, so there's. Uh, I was correct, and you were wrong, uh, as is usual per usual. So there's the normal variations. There's RX scaled, and then I guess there's foundations. I need to look into that. The affiliate cup is back. The teens is back. The Masters is back, and there is also a minimal and equipment-free option. So there is quite literally no instance in when you can in which you cannot compete or participate in the Open. I would assume with the minimal equipment options, you're not going to qualify for the games. I would assume that anything outside of RX you will not qualify for the game. Yeah, that's just the opportunity to, to compete. To throw your hat in the ring, right. Um, which I think is super cool. And and part of and part of uh, a lot of their... Um, what are their... And I missed the damn call today because I missed... I, I was on the wrong time, the fireside chat with Rosa. The... Um, the, the trying to cast this really large net to like start to bring people into the fold. That was uh, yesterday, by the way. No, there was one today. Was was there? I wasn't invited. Yeah, I know. I wasn't invited. Yeah, the, uh, um, did you get on the call yesterday? No. That was when I was talking to Hinshaw, actually. All right. I'll be sure to tell the boss. All right. <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that's part of there is to grow kind of the sport in air quotes. You know, obviously, a lot of these people are not tr- actually competing, but they are participating, which I think is really cool. And, um, and there's other stuff that you can do, which is you can gift people registration. So this is one of those ones where as an affiliate, you could maybe spend a couple hundred bucks and register, you know, 10 to 15 people, depending on what you want to spend, uh, which would, which I think is, would be an awesome little kind of raffle to do. But okay. We're going to raffle off whatever, 10 spots for the open. So there you go, everybody free idea. And, and by the way, if you're listening Firm and I have no connection. I get at least two messages a day asking about contacting HQ for the open, like this and that. We have no insight. We have no, as you can tell, I didn't even know any of the stuff Firm was saying. So reach out to HQ if you have questions about the open. Do not reach out to us. So we've discussed basically what the open is. All of that's great. The equipment variations, the... RX, the scales, and what sounds to be the foundations is what's going to happen in the box. Because if you're running it in the box, you're not running the minimal equipment variation. So for three weeks, let's talk I think you can if you want to. I think if if people want to take that option, I think they can, which is the beauty of it. I think that's great. But the point is that that's probably for the people working out at home in the garage gym. Maybe they don't have a rower or whatever the workout comes up. I would assume if you're running it at the box, you're running whatever the workup is for that week with the, 
with the okay, so the verbiage here says scale. for the first time the open is also offering an equipment free option for athletes who cannot access their local gym or prefer to work out from home but they uh but lack the necessary equipment athletes may finish the open with any combination of foundations skill that's what i thought but you would only you would immediately be out of the running you can you can you can finish the open with any combination of foundations, scale, prescribed, or equipment-free events um, contributing to their score to the CrossFit leaderboard. So advancement is determined by placement on overall CrossFit, uh, CrossFit Games leaderboard where prescribed events scores are the highest ranking, then scaled, then foundations, and equipment-free scores in descending order. So that is the cool part, which is you could you could do... You could... It's, it is choose your own adventure. You could do whatever variations every week you want or which are the best ones for you and you will get a score. So great. But like we've said, the three weeks at the box are happening with equipment. It's just a matter of how you scale it, etc. So let's talk about you've been running the open. Like you said, since I think the first year of the open was 12, 10. No, no. 10 was definitely a sectional into regional, and I believe 11 they had was as sectionals. Well. But what did they have before sectionals? They had the one year they had you literally just sign up and then you and then you right. can, and then they had the sectional into regional. I'm sure it's available yeah. online. Somebody God, tell us, I can't remember. It's a simple if we had young Jess, we would have this pulled up right now. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> Regardless, the point is you've been running the open at CrossFit Rife. I just want a, I just want somebody to make a video of just me on repeat. Be like, look that up, Jess. <laughs> Pull that up, Jess. <laughs> Pull that up. What are some of the things you will do again this year because they have done exceedingly well for the box during the open? So I think Friday Night Lights or some variation of that is fantastic just to get everybody in there and, and – beef that up we are toying around with some variation of like teams but i don't know exactly what that looks like yet so we got to get that ironed out in fairly short order like in the next five or six weeks so i don't i don't entirely know um outside of that you can do a lot of cool things with regard to like giving prizes uh, i know some gyms that in the past have like a, a plaque where they have winners names teams team winner names on there so now it's like a tradition that they do within the gym um you could you could give away prizes i mean there's so many there's no there there is no limit to the creativeness you can people have themes you know it, it's it's endless well let me ask you a, a few pretty standard questions one all of this is happening on friday correct obviously of the title Friday Night Lights, but are you running the open workout at normal class times? Correct. So typically the way we will do it was we will run, that will be the workout of the day because we'll find out on Thursday. That'll be the workout of the day. People come in and then all the classes running up to Friday Night Lights will just run as normal. And if people need judges, then we'll do our best to kind of shuffle around and get them judges so they can get a score. Do um, you require everyone? So for example, the 9 a.m., you know, you got your your, your standard class, there's 15 people, but only eight of them are in the open. Do you require all 15 to have judges or do you just no, have? No, no, no. Just the people that need scores have judges. So then we typically end up running heats a lot of times in those scenarios. You just don't have the, the manpower. Right. You always, you be, oh, we have a special guest. Hold on. Okay. Is it young Jess? <laughs> it's not young Jess, but hold on. You don't know this guy. Let me, let me pull him in. 
he's he's gonna be very surprised yeah so he's, so fern he's he has a look of confusion as we speak right now. no 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 so fern let me let me introduce this um fern this is christian christian fern christian what's, hey, what's up going on so Christian is part of our coaches development group. I've been working with him. He's down in Orlando, but he asked me earlier. This is, I mean, this is what best hour is all about. We get a message. We get, by a the message. way, Christian has no idea we're recording a podcast. Right no, now, no, he so, does. Yeah, like, okay. I, I, I did, you know, <laughs> so, you know, he messaged me this morning. He said, Hey, are you guys going to do an episode on the open? Got it. And I was like, let's do it. And then I thought actually mid podcast, I was like, it'd be good because Christian asked, like, he can ask us the questions. So, Christian. We're all about the people here, Christian. Christian, what are the questions as a, you know, he doesn't own a box, but he coaches that one. Um, You know, his, he wants to open a box maybe in the future one day. But for right now, what are your questions on running a successful open? Uh, My initial question was, what are things that have worked and uh, things that haven't? Um, That's the most generic question. You can it is. Yeah. I, yeah, for sure. It is. Um, but I guess I, I've seen it thinking of uh, maximizing participation in the open. Um, and so I've seen it ways where, you know, Friday, every class is running the open workout and then the evening classes end up being Friday night lights. And then I've seen it the other way where it's like the rest of the classes are still going to do normal workout, but then we're going to set out this specific time. Um, for that open event. That's kind of just what we spoke about, but I do, that does bring up an interesting point. I feel like prior to four o'clock kind of gets shit on in the open. There's what no, do you mean by shit There's on? no like Friday morning lights, right? There's, you, know, you come <laughs> to called, class, I get it. It's called sunrise. It's called sunrise. I get it. Like it makes, most boxes have more classes in the evening. They're typically better attended. But man, those five AMers, like they're your hardcore. They're the ones they're that are waking most up at, committed. Yeah, yeah, they're waking up at four o'clock every morning. I, but a lot of times they will come to Friday night. So typically we have low attendance on open. So you notice open days. You notice open season. People purposefully go out of their way to come to the Friday night lights time on Friday. Which is tough because if you're used to training at four in the morning and all of a sudden you're hitting the four in the evening, it's a shock. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, I get it. it's like it's game time. You know, people want to get after it and 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 compete against other people. And it's you know, and it's actually a good thing because even though the the classes, you know, a lot of people they probably don't have their normal attendance. It's still kind of a goat rope in those classes because you have to run two heats in a lot of instances. So. You know, it's kind of a mess, and you and you kind of have to facilitate both. Because if you say we're only doing it Friday night lights, well, maybe somebody who does the five or six a.m. on a Friday can't do that because they work shift work or they do any number of things or they have kids or a life. Quite frankly, then then they get shit on. So it's you it, you kind of have to serve both purposes. However, the rest of the crew's not showing up at five a.m. So it's just like, hey, it is what it is. We're going to do the best we can give you what you need to have in order to make this happen. Make sure you get a judge and good luck. You know. Fair enough. Um, you know, Christian, we, we've discussed already the different variations of the open this year. What are some other questions as someone that's going to not only participate, but be of help to running it at your affiliate? Yeah, for sure. So I'm the, um, the head coach at my box and, uh, so Humble I'm going to give, box, give your box, a shout, out. Give your box a shout out here. Christian. What's your, what's the uh, name of your box? Sweat factory. 
So we've got three different locations and I'm in Daytona beach. And so I'll be coordinating the, the whole open for, for my box. CNC sweat factory. Got to make yeah, you sweat. Sure. So, what, uh, are, so yeah, go ahead. Oh, so I was just going to say, as far as um, execution, do you like the idea of running it as class by class? Or do you like the idea of I'm going to take the whole afternoon and we're going to break it up into various heats and then we could either have another coach helping with warm-ups or athletes going through separate warm-ups until their heat is ready. I think everybody should do what works for them. And that's pretty much where I always stand. It's, I know that's kind of a milk toast answer, but the way with the way we have done it just for the purposes of brevity is heats because I don't need an hour for most of these workouts. So it's, it's kind of like, I think we usually cut off class at four. So the last class is at three and then at four until we're done is the open. So we basically keep a two to two and a half hour block open because people at that point can, can come in, they can sign up for heat, they can warm up on their own, they can do all that stuff. And then, and then we can run heats every 20 or maybe even faster than that, you know, depending on, on what the, what the length of the workout is. Um, and that tends to work the best that way we can just get it done. And, uh, and that has worked for us. However, I know people that do it way more structured than that. So I know I, in the past, I like that as well. What I've typically done is put up kind of a pretty generic warm up based on what the workout is and, and then go from there. <clears throat> Oftentimes, I mean, you're, you're, you're pretty much taking an hour for two heats anyway. I mean, it depends, right? There's typically been like a 20-minute workout in the open the last couple of years, but then there's also been like an eight. So you're obviously not turning heats over every eight minutes like it's the CrossFit Games and you need to make TV time, right? But you might do like, like Fern said, first heats at four, second heats at 420, 440. So you got eight minutes, 12 minutes, right. find your judge. And oftentimes we'll say, okay, I like to have people hit it, then judge. Because if you have them judge, then hit it, all they're thinking about while they're judging is what they're going to do. Like Two biggest yeah. pain points. Two biggest pain points of the Open every year. Printing out scorecards. <laughs> and getting a judge. Because, yeah, because that comes out at like 8 o'clock on Thursday. And then you have a 5 a.m. class. And it's like, am I going to go to FedEx at 9 p.m. to print out all these scorecards? You don't have a printer, right? I do, but like sometimes you just want to print out like a hundred of them because right. like you have these crazy people that want to do a bunch. So we do have like an industrial printer here. So I print out one at home and then I come in the morning and I just slap it on there and just print out a bunch there. So that's always the biggest pain point. Uh, and then the other one is like every year, like as if I don't know it's coming, kind of like my affiliate fees and my and my insurance. I'm like, oh my God, I got to pay that, right? The uh, is remembering that I need tape. Yeah. I don't mean thumb. I don't mean thumb tape. I mean duct tape to put lines on the floor because Dave's gonna have some sort of walking lunge or walking on your hands or some crazy shit like that. At which point, collectively, every affiliate is like, "This is the dumbest idea ever!" Like, I can't even. I can't even. You know, logistically set up my gym like that. Um, so order. I don't know. Five rolls of duct tape, white, preferably, for your gym. Make that it way, stand out. Yeah, make you stand out, and that way you're done. Do it right now. Go on Amazon, order it. Use the code FIRM. Right. Just go on Amazon. It will. Yeah, it will. Yeah, it will. It will. Get, it will make you pay more money. <laughs> but the, you know, those are two pain points, and then the third is also judges. So right. uh, make 
as, as the affiliate owner or the person coaching those classes, you're obligated to judge this next heat. Same lane, right? Don't, you know, finish your, you know, your workout last rep, go get a drink, go to the bathroom, grab your pre-workout or post-workout, then you're judging. And then you could very easily to coordinate, hey, who worked out here last heat, right? Then we're so-and-so, boom. So now you have guarantee. And then of course, you know, the, 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 there are going to be people that want to just have fun and judge multiple heats as well. So they'll By take the way, some spots, but, easiest, but that be judge, easiest judges course in history this year. Did you take it already? Oh, I took it. Yeah. yeah. I have to, I have to, I have to approve all this course. I will say you guys are both on the East coast. Last year was my first year hitting part of the open uh, in mountain time. It's cool because the announcements at eight, I actually hit, I think, two of the workouts Thursday at like right after the announcement. Oh yeah, that's not a thing. Not, I mean, like, there's people that do it on this on the East Coast, but it it sucks. Like, you know, the West Coast they found out at five. Like, you could legit hit that on a Thursday and be home for dinner. Well, there were people when I had the boxes on the East Coast that would come in, start warming up, watch the announcement. But some because they knew they wouldn't have time over the next right. few days, but mostly because like, well, if I do it Thursday, I get extra days of rest before having to do Monday. I'm like, cool. Like we've discussed, like you're 18,000. Does this matter right now? Or they're the animal who's going to try it three, four times before they're done. Like their score matters that much. It does not matter. Christian. It does That's, not matter. That is it the point. What, yeah, other, sure. what other questions do you have for us, Christian? Uh, will you answer the one with judging? Um, I was going to go there. Um, do you, do you, I guess based on the way you described it, you don't require other people other than yourself going through the judges course. No, the only person like by the rule book that has to, that has to take the judges course is the person who is going to validate the scores. So whoever is validating the scores, usually it's either the head coach or the gym owner. Um, it's just, it's just easier for me to do it because that's all in my name and that profile. So I just go to the, and then, um, I need to figure out a system for me that I validate those scores because people get crazy. Like they're, you know, one millionth in the, they're one million. It's just, everybody's joined on this podcast. Katie's joined us, but we're, we're, we're still recording, Katie. They're one, they're one million, yeah, they're, they're one millionth in the open. And they're like, Hey, have you approved my score yet? And I'm like, I'll approve it on Monday. Calm down. They're like, but I just want to make sure you don't forget. And I'm like, I'm not going to forget. Calm down. Well, and that was going to be my question to you for do you just wait until Monday evening, 8 p.m. to go through and validate everybody, or are you doing it over the course of the weekend? I'll typically try to do it over the course of the weekend, but like sometimes if I'm working a seminar, that's what that's when it throws a wrinkle in for me personally. Because then I have to do the open at the seminar, you know, and there's this added pressure of not looking like a sloth in front of the participants. And then I remember that time I beat you in front of the participants <laughs> at the open. We that was that was the single Those arm the dumbbell, bar, Gina, dumbbell. Yep. That was you, me, Todd. And and yep. And the and actually back. that that youngster Greg was interning. Now he's on staff. That's right. He did it and the we, next day. He did it the next he, day. We made him judge. That's right. And he he worked out really hard. And we we're just like, hey, it's no way to make the team by making us all look bad. <laughs> hey, he made the team. I remember actually because Ross judged him on Sunday. Um, that workout I was winning, I was beating both you and Todd for the majority of it, talking about what we spoke about earlier. I don't know what that means. You were winning. I was ahead. Right. But then you lost. If it would have ended randomly, 
Right. Anytime that's like before saying, 17 minutes, I would have won. That's like saying, like, we were going to win because we were up at halftime and then we lost. And we lost. So, we but, like, remember we, but remember, we were winning at halftime, right? Yeah. What's that, Christian? I said, that's like uh, last year, Noah Olsen was winning the CrossFit Games. Right. It was. And then... <laughs> And then he wasn't. <laughs> it was no longer. All right. Before we wrap up this episode, we've got young Katie on here. Also, she's gone on mute. Um, young Katie is our executive. We do have an executive producer. She's just not on for the shows, but you hear her voice on the introduction. She's trying her best to professionalize Fern and myself. Very, it's very tall, challenging. It's a tall order. That is a tall order. Um, Christian, any other questions before we wrap up? Yeah, I got one more. Um, what kind of stuff do you guys do? Any stuff outside of the um, the actual open workouts themselves? So, like, you hear sometimes um, people who follow Two Brain do like the intramural open. What's and they'll Two Brain? Be, like, Is that a, some sort of thing? <laughs> I mean, I heard they're not as good as affiliate you, but uh, I also heard that. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard yeah. that they do other things. Um, um, they do like Spirit of the Games and like other different awards, uh, not performance based. So, do you guys do anything like that? we i man i want to like i i feel like i like have no recollection of the games for some reason because of the last two years the uh or the open i know it seems like it was like three years it ago it was almost two years ago since we did the last one really it was it i'm pretty sure it was at least a year and a half ago we didn't actually do one i think you're right i think you're right yeah so then the, what was it was, like was, it was like october what was it like october of of 2019 yeah. yeah, so it's been like 15 months. Okay. So yeah, it has been a long time. So now I don't feel so bad. Um no, I like that kind of stuff. You know, like the what Nicole Carroll, you know, has like the spirit or the fire in the gut type deal, which is like somebody who just tries really hard and and give them an award. So I'm down for all that stuff. Um that is like a, a real big community builder. So it's a really sweet little retention tool. Um and it and it's just cool. Just watching people like, you know, that just who deserve it because they really stepped outside you know their element to to like work their ass off and 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 do it in front of other people i think that stuff's cool yeah and that could be someone that just had an incredible performance or it could be the person that showed up at 5 a.m to help you tape the floors and stuck around to judge like fern spoke about a little bit earlier you can do teams right so everybody has a team to be on so then you know three weeks is I think ideal too because you can get you can keep the energy for those three weeks. Five weeks right. starts to drag on. Three weeks, it's like week one, you're gung ho. It's like right. a three round workout. Like I think that's the best change they've ever made is three weeks. I mean, unfortunately for me, I usually start to heat up around weeks three, four, and five. Right. So yeah, yeah, meaning he starts to like act legitimately warm up and can touch his toes because he's the world's <laughs> most, most, most inflexible fucking yoga person. Have I told you my uh, Dave Castro CrossFit Open story? No. So whatever the second year, seven minutes of burpees. Okay. I was running regionals at the time and we would have a regional meeting at Rogue in Ohio. And I, it was like right after, it was like midweek. So we hit the first work, work out of the open, seven minutes of burpees. Worldwide, I was like in the top 20. I think I hit 121 that year. And yeah. I, I go, so we're at this meeting. 
taking a pee in the, in the bathroom and Castro's there and he looks at me, he's like, hey, you did pretty well in the open uh, or the first workout or something and I'm peeing and I go and I like continue to talk and I turn around and I realize he was gone. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't take away from the fact that I was in the top 20. At the- that that, so that actually second- sounds, that actually sounds like Dave that, to the point where he would ask you a question and not actually even wait for the answer. He would just depart the room. Yeah, he was gone. My other question is, were you peeing in the short urinal? Always. I like the <laughs> yeah, short that's one. That's what I thought. But, yeah. So the second workout that year was the snatch where it was like 30 at seven. I think it went like 30 at 75, 30 at 135 to 165 or something. And then it went uh, higher than that. I just did not get that far. But for that, just you know, plummeted me down the leaderboard. I finished at yeah. one thirty-five, and I think I got one or zero. I don't even remember at one sixty. Do you remember what the top score for that burpees was? I think it, it was, was like one. I think it was like one forty-one. Yeah, I mean, like it was that. ridiculously high. It was now, something crazy. I've done it since then. We've either whether it was programmed or. Just because I have nothing to do and I'm in the you know hotel room. So here's a little here's a little test for everybody if you want to try this. So if you want to if you want to if you want to understand what the pace for 141 looks like, you don't even have to do the full seven. So do twenty minutes, twenty in a minute. No, you, so just do this. Do do as long as you can for seven minutes. Right. If if you make it seven minutes, great. Every thirty seconds, do ten burpees. Okay. Yeah. So my recommendation is don't start with 10. Just see if you can do seven every 30 seconds for 10, uh, every 30 seconds for seven minutes. If you can get to 10 and, but you, and you can even hold that for like three or four minutes, that is the pace for 140 burpees in seven minutes. It's nuts. That, that's a phenomenal workout though, just for someone to do, because it's a great, a great way to see progress. Like you said, seven, that might be a lot for people. If that's a lot, do five every 30 seconds. And then when you can do that for seven minutes, cool. Now do six the next time. Now do, you know, seven. Well, the just, next do, time. just doing the first 30 seconds is eye opening. You're like, holy shit, this is yeah. fast. <laughs> but, but great little, and that's also without the six inch target, by the way. Right. So yeah. That workout's always my favorite when people come up with me and they're like, oh, I didn't have time to work out this week. I'm like, you didn't have seven minutes to do burpees. That's I was like, you just didn't want to wear it. Like you didn't want to make time. That's the beauty of CrossFit. That's what we were speaking about earlier, Fern. You don't need hours a day. You need seven minutes. Seven minutes. And you don't even oh. need any equipment this year for the open. Yeah. Which version zero, are you going to do? Zero excuses. Are you going to do easiest. RX? I was talking to Christian. The easiest. Oh. You're going to go RX this year, Christian? Or are you going to do, there's a scaled version and there's a foundations no, I'll do RX. You say that now. <laughs> I've done. I mean, I've done every workout RX for the past. I don't know, few years. So I don't. I don't think there's uh, anything that's going to. What up. now? I'm curious. What age group does do the workouts change? Because it's not an age group I'm in now. I don't think it's till 55s. Okay, so I got like another 15 years. Got it. Yeah, 55s. I believe is where the loads get lighter and the more complex gymnastic movements get scaled. Yeah. So I'm getting there. You have those guys are still animals though. Like, is it Dave Hippensteel up there? He that dude is in the highest age category, I think, which is sixty plus. I think it's and sixty he, to sixty-five, yeah. And he's or sixty plus. Pretty much aged out of that group, but he still wins. I like that dude. Is, that, he, is he the one with the long hair? Yeah, he's yeah. the only master's he athlete yeah. I know 
outside of the people like Spieler that came up kind of at the same time as us, but he's like long hair fit. He's a dentist. I know that about him. So it's pretty cool. And I love his last name, hip and steel. Every year, I don't know what the occasion is, but I've seen uh, past couple of years, him and his kids will do uh, synchronized muscle ups. That's badass. And, and like a couple generations doing it. And I just think that's, that's nuts. That's, that's awesome. That's what this thing does. I mean, and yeah. he, I mean, and if you think about it, the youngest he could have started was probably around 50. And I, yeah, I would wager that he didn't. I would wager he probably found it around 55, 56. I'm sure, let's get him on the podcast. Well, I'm sure we can get him on. But, you know, I, w- I would wager, you know, that's the point. I mean, the people that are starting it now, even our age, we started in our 30s. When we're 60, we're going to have 30 years of experience there. I want to grow up and be Dave Hippensteel. Yeah, one right. day. One day he's my height, though. You're a little too tall. All right. Well, Christian, thanks for popping on. Yeah, for sure. Thanks. That was, um, you know, I, I just want to throw this out there. I shot you a message and you immediately popped on, which means you have nothing better to do. I'm actually. Oh, now his oh, internet's oh, frozen. Oh, now oh, all yeah. of a sudden his internet yeah, freezes. I'm so oh, busy. I'm doing other I'm things. So, yeah, it's got a lot of stuff going on. All right. Well, Fern, that was really cool. We had a little special guest asking us questions. I know Katie's waiting for us for our, yeah. our weekly meeting. And by the way, we we also didn't mention Fern's. It's Friday, so Fern's drinking. I'm done drinking. I I'm done drinking. <laughs> Already finished it. All right. Well, we hope that helps. If you have more questions about the Open, we can always address them in future episodes. And of course, if you have questions you want to hear Fern and I get to, check out our Patreon, patreon.com. Also, slash best hour of their day. We answer we answer questions every month for our Patreon subscribers, whatever it is about. Recently, we did one on the on-ramp. We've got another one coming up on coaches development. So if you do want to hear a bonus episode where we answer your questions, definitely check us out on Patreon. What do you want to add, Fern? We are venturing into the waters of doing a longer form podcast. And if we do that, who would you guys want to be our first guest? This would be an in-person podcast where they would, we would all sit down at a table, lots of whiskey and other things, and we would just let it go for until it was done. So think Joe Rogan, but CrossFit. Who would you want who, to hear us chat with? Who would it be? All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. As always, we've hoped. We've hoped. We've we hoped. Hope, we've hoped. We've hoped. We've hoped. Past it. tense. We've hoped. Past tense. We hope this has been the best. I hope I get a new. <laughs> I get a new partner in this endeavor. That's I was I just about to nail it. <laughs> we actually got a comment on the fact that we have a nice ending now, and you ruined it. Oh. You, you ruined the. Oh, good I surprise. ruined it. Yeah, you yeah. ruined the good surprise. <laughs> I ruined it. Yeah, I got it. Okay. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.